Welcome to this week's energy show. Rooftop solar is still an expensive home renovation. But expensive doesn't mean it's not affordable because rooftop solar saves you money. I mean, if you add a room onto your house, that that room doesn't pay you back. Whereas if you add solar onto your roof, that solar pays you back. So you can get some pretty good paybacks. Um, Economics are good. Originally, we relied on leases in the solar industry to help get the cash flow break even. I mean, we had to kind of stretch payments out over 20 or 25 years with some fancy tax machinations just to make it work. But now there are solar loans that provide even better cash flow and economic to homeowners and business owners. So basically, with a, le- with a loan, homeowners can own the system, they get the tax benefits, and they get the home appreciation benefits. And these are things that don't always happen with leases or, or PPAs. Now, there are some companies that specialize in providing solar loan financing, and they work with thousands of solar installers all around the United States. And I like companies whose business is to specialize in meeting the needs of residential solar installers because they understand the unique challenges that are faced by installers and they have support services that make it easy for the installers to work with their financing. So it's my pleasure to welcome Sarah Ross, CEO of SunGage Financial. She's a founder of SunGage and a really big proponent in the industry for good long-term policies and good financing that's going to make sense for homeowners. And what SunGage does is they provide loans to homeowners interested in rooftop solar and these loans are provided through the solar installers. And it's interesting because because three years ago, I remember she was up on stage at a conference and she predicted there'd be a steady trend away from leases towards loans. And she was right. So welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you so much for the kind introduction and thanks for having me here today, Barry. I'm thrilled to be on your program. All right. That's good. Good. Well, first, you know, keep in mind that the people who listen to the energy show are homeowners and they're also solar installers and people within the solar industry. So tell us a little bit more about SunGage. What is it that you guys do? Yeah, no. So as as you've hinted at here, SunGage is a different kind of solar financing company. We're one that focuses exclusively on providing both homeowners and home uh, installers a simple, easy, and affordable path to solar ownership. So we basically serve as a financing partner for those thousands of installation companies that you mentioned that are in this growing solar industry. We make money by helping installers close more sales. We, we aren't a bank. Uh, we aren't an installer. We're not a solar utility, which is how I kind of think of those leasing companies that you mentioned. We don't own solar assets. We're really just a pure play platform that designs financing products for residential solar and delivers them efficiently into the market. Unlike maybe some more traditional banks or finance companies, we really see solar installers as our partner and we work hard to make their jobs easier. So we're really a B2B and we we have that DNA kind of baked in us through and through. Um, We don't market directly to homeowners, though sometimes they find us, right, through through things like this. Uh, We really know our place in the value chain here. So what what are the services that you provide to installers? So let's say a solar installer wanted to use SunCage financing. What would you how would you help them be more successful and reduce their costs and improve their close rate? Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So the first thing we do is we give them best in class financing products, right? So, I mean, and just to step back here, really at SunGage, we're only as healthy as the health of our installer partners. If we're not making our installer partners more profitable, as you just mentioned, then then we're not going to succeed in the market. So we really do that in three ways, make those partners successful and more profitable. First, uh, we give them these best-in-class financing products. These are financing products that unlock the great consumer value proposition of ownership. These are products that are designed and optimized just for residential solar, so they fit like a glove into the solar economics 
rather than being, you know, clunky like some off-the-shelf loan product. We're, we're giving consumers a better deal here through ownership. And so, you know, really this should lead to higher closing rates and, and more sales for the installer. The, the second thing we do is that we deliver these products really elegantly and efficiently into the sales process through our technology platform. We've made it really easy for installers to incorporate our financing into their proposals, and we've made it just as easy for homeowners to pick that financing up off the shelf and move forward. So with all that ease, you know, the idea is that homeowners can get um, approved for financing quickly. They can get approved at the kitchen table in minutes. This ease saves time and therefore money and leads, again, to more closed deal through that, that ease. Because, again, we're really fighting status quo is really the big enemy here, residential solar, if you will. And then the, the third thing that we do to make these installers more profitable, and really I think one of the unsung heroes of our, of our platform, something that I don't know that I expected when I started this business, was really how important the customer service part of our platform is. If installers or homeowners have questions, they can call us Engage and speak to a person who knows all the ins and outs of solar finance. We call them our solar finance specialists, actually. And this is turns out really important. And again, I don't know that I would have predicted this. Solar is complicated, right? Solar is new. And financing is a key element in the sales process, right? Because what we're selling to consumers these days, to most consumers, is savings. And financing certainly affects, you know, how much I'm going to save and when I'm going to feel that savings in my, you know, kind of household budget bone. So this solar smart customer service increases close rates. It minimizes cancellation rates, importantly, uh, which sometimes our industry likes to forget about, right? Sales don't pay the bills, but built systems actually pay the bills. We really got to see these sales all the way through to an installed system. And we believe this stellar customer service really drives referral rates. We really delight customers, it turns out. Uh, Our NPS is just off the charts, our net promoter score. So, you know, I'd say products, the technology platform, and the customer service. And, you know, we, we help these installers be really effective at selling financing through sales training also. So that's the other piece I would add on. Wow. So, well, just, just one enhancement there. It's not only installed systems that help pay the bills, but it's systems that are paid for that help pay the bills. So if you've got an outside that's party true. that's going to like provide the money for it, it's a lot easier that's to get the true. customer to pay. Because, in, you know, in most <laughs> cases, when, when an installer does a job, they don't get paid the money up front. Sometimes there's usually a deposit. Sometimes there's a, an equipment payment. But then there's a final payment that has to be made. And, and you know, there are cases where customers are have just welched on it or, uh, you know, yeah. take time. So it's good. Now, you mentioned yeah. uh, uh, there's a new TLA or three-letter three acronym that, that I never heard before called NPS. Now, what is that? Mm, that promoter score, yes. It kind of measures how likely your customers are to recommend you to someone else in their, in their network, right? And so the idea is, I think it's like a one through six, they're actually a detractor. So you ask people, on a scale of one to ten, how likely are you to recommend Sungage, or how likely you recommend this installer write to a friend? Someone says one through six, I think that's considered a detractor if I have my, my numbers right here. If it's seven or eight, they're kind of neutral. They're not going to sing your praises, but they're also not going to talk bad about you. If you, it's nine or ten, you know, they're really going to sing your praises. They're going to be your evangelist. So the net promoter score is you, you take the difference between, uh, you know, the, the, like, the, you find that difference in your promoters versus your detractors, and you figure out really how much lift you have there, how many evangelists you have. And, you know, for most uh, financial services companies, these net promoter scores are abominable. I think Bank of America is like negative 10, for example. In other words, on that, they have more detractors than they have evangelists. The kind of the best in the class, you know, might be like 
70s. Sometimes people get up to 80s, and we are up in that best in class. I think our net last net promoter score was in the 80s. So, you know, we really delight customers here. Yeah, I'd say my cable TV company and my utility <laughs> would probably rate kind of low. Now, who, who does these Who does these scores? Do you? Is there like a, a survey monkey you do, or is there an independent agency yeah, that does exactly. it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're making sure that we're, you know, we, we need to be additive to this process or, you know, why, why are people going to continue to work with SunGage? So, yeah, we're, we're constantly checking in with homeowners, checking in with installers and making sure we're serving both of those constituents as well as we possibly can. Well, you mentioned customer service and my experience in the past with financing, you know, going way back is, you know, there's a lot of financing products that we basically just stopped offering because it sounded good, but it ended up being a really <laughs> torturous path for the homeowner. You know, it wasn't just signing the agreement, yeah. it was waiting a week to get approval, and then do all these refinancing. Yeah. And then it was like just the customers would say, the heck with it, I don't want the system, or I'll just write you a check. So having right, right. having good customer service, even though you don't have all those hoops to jump through, having a live human being that's available during the daytime without an hour on hold probably really, um, really helps uh, your NPS. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yep. so, all right, so what? What territories do you guys cover? Are, you, are your services available throughout the U.S.? And, and how do you kind of handle your your um, relationships with installers? Yeah, so we're in 13 markets today, and those are, you know, a lot of the main solar markets, as you might guess. You know, certainly we're in California, New York, Massachusetts, the big solar markets. We're also in some other nascent markets like Florida, which is which you might find interesting. So, you know, we've long lamented in the solar industry that the Sunshine State has not been a, a huge industry for the solar market. But and one of the reasons for that is that financing, there's been a direct financing option. So third-party ownership releasing is actually not allowed in Florida. But interestingly, our plain old vanilla boring consumer finance offering is. So we've now started to sign partners in Florida and are seeing, you know, great, great take up of our product there. So yeah, we're, we're in broadly all the major solar markets. I think our coverage, we end up covering 80% of today's uh, U.S. solar market in those 13 states we're in. Yeah, Florida's a, a a real growing market, you know, the Sunshine State. And recently we had yeah. a Justin with Avinuson on our show and you know, he was great. Mm-hmm. And, what, and one of the um one of the the changes that's happening in Florida, one is is kind of slow and incremental, which is electricity prices have been creeping up slowly like everywhere else, mm-hmm. but two, the cost mm-hmm. of solar have come down so much that with slightly higher electric rates in Florida, with the ITC, with much lower installation costs and financing that's not prohibited by, you know, legislation <laughs> laws in Florida, you know, the, the people there can uh, get solar. And they have a lot of times big roofs and huge yep. electric, you know, huge kilowatt hour electric bills because it's kind of hot and humid yep. there. So great, great exactly. market. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, works. So does does SunGage finance only solar photovoltaic or is it also solar thermal or other home improvements? What what is um What is your market there? Yeah, we are solely focused on residential solar PV at this point. We are incredibly passionate about solar, and it's really important to us that we provide the best financing solution in that residential solar market. So we're, you know, we don't want to try and be too many things to too many people. We're just laser focused on knocking this one out of the park. Yeah, and that, you know what? That makes sense because you have a lot of work to do with your solar installer customers, and and the companies that seem to be the most successful in solar are the ones that just focus on it instead of you know we do a little bit of. Solar solar, but we also replace windows and we'll do your roof and things like that. So that, that makes a lot of sense. So from a homeowner standpoint, let's talk a little bit about the economics of a, a system with a sun gauge loan. How does that work? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 
yeah, with, with the SunGage loan, homeowners, as they've been kind of programmed to expect through the leasing model, can go solar with no money down. So we're kind of taking off that objection from, from the get-go here. Then they can choose a variety of terms. So we probably have the the widest breadth of terms available in the solar loan market. We offer 5, 10, 15, and 20-year loans. And that's really about meeting consumers' differing definitions of what affordable means. Right. Affordable does not have to mean the lowest monthly payment, although it does to some consumers and our 20 year loan is is great for that. For other people, affordable means I don't want to write a big check right now, but I also don't want to be in this kind of long term relationship and being paying, you know, make this debt payment for the rest of my of my life. So maybe the 10 year term or the five year term sounds good to some folks. Right. So it's it's starting with no money down. It's picking a term that is going to deliver monthly payment that works well for them. And and from there, and in certain markets, depending on if there's, you know, estrex available, we also have products to help smooth out, you know, those estrex and make those, uh, you know, kind of simple to monetize and, and line up nicely with consumers' cash flows. So so I'm going to just um, maybe put you on the spot a little bit. but So let's just talk about three states that just quickly came to mind, California, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and Florida. What mm-hmm. are the – this is an, a, this is a math question. Hopefully it's not a trick question. But what, what are the loan <laughs> terms – that you need to have in order to get to what I call cash flow break even. In other words, the yep. payment is the same as the savings in each of those states. Yeah, Just yeah. Roughly, roughly. Yeah, so Massachusetts, the 10 year loan product, and we sell a ton of it in Massachusetts, gets you to more than cash flow break even. Your people are saving money 20, 30, 40, even 50 bucks right away, month one in Massachusetts with our 10 year product. Those economics are, are really attractive today. Uh, we don't know what the future will look like in Massachusetts, unfortunately, but today the 10 year product totally fits the bill there. In California, the 10 year also works. I think, you know, consumer. Uh, preferences in California may drive people to longer terms, but the 10 and the 15 certainly work in most of the territories that, that we're in uh, and deliver that cash flow positive. In Florida, you need kind of the 15 or sometimes the 20, depending on kind of, you know, how aggressive that installer is being in pricing. Okay. Yeah. And that that, that totally makes sense. And, you know, yep. I'd, I'd say in places that have high electric rates, and a lot of sun, you're going to be able to go with a, a shorter loan term. Whereas if you know mm-hmm. it's not as you're not going to generate as many kilowatt hours, and the value of those kilowatt hours aren't as high, you're going to need a longer loan term. So that that's great. Yep. So I understand the loans. How does how do these economics compare to a lease? You know, why yep. why, yep. Would, why would a loan be better? Yeah. So I mean. One piece is certainly the lifetime savings piece. So our 20-year loan, those monthly payments are going to be comparable with a 20-year lease. But then at the end of the 20 years with the ownership model, you own the system, right? So the value of that system, any future energy that system that, that system creates is is yours. So those really the, you get the economics of being the owner rather than the renter, right? You get that equity value. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lifetime savings piece, and that's you know typically 50 to 100 times what the lifetime savings you'll see uh, in a lease model. The other part of this is the the control part of this, right? Um, is that homeowners are in control when they own this asset on their roof, and they don't have another party that owns an asset on their roof. And we've seen you know some of the friction around transfer of homes, uh, refis of homes. So that has been, you know, more friction-filled than we would like in the solar industry with with the lease product. So I think, you know, that's the other piece of the lease versus loan conversation is is that ownership. I mean, you know, really when you're signing up for a lease, you're signing up for 
the very same relationship that you have with your utility right now, right? Essentially a lifetime of utility payments. With SunGage, you know, you can take that 10-year loan, pay those payments over 10 years, and then be free and clear. And so there's just a psychological element of that also, of having a, pa- a true path to free electricity, right? Which is really not what, what the lease model right. can give you. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just kind of think about it from the standpoint of, of solar leases. And when people hear the word lease, they, they think, oh, it's like leasing a car. I'll lease a car for three years or five years. And, you know, I can right. uh, I, I can change, you know, in three to five years, I can do something else. And, and you know, even if probably after two years, if you hate the car or one year, you could probably go to the dealer and trade it in and get something different. But with a solar lease, it's it's stuck on your roof for 20 years and, and you know, yeah. it's like handcuffs. You can't get out. So it's, yeah. um, a loan makes a lot more sense. Well, so you're, you're, um, SunGage is growing. Where does the capital come to um, provide the financing to all these loans that you're providing to your homeowner customers? Yeah, that's a very, very good question, Mary. So, you know, early on, we realized that we would have to partner with a very strong financial institution to offer homeowners both the best rates and really bring a robust and compliant lending platform into the solar industry. You know, as I said earlier on, we're not a bank and we never pretend to be a bank, right? We don't have that expertise. So we partnered with one of the largest credit unions in the country as our as our capital partner, a digital federal credit union based in Massachusetts, is like all credit unions, a non-for-profit institution. So they can provide the solar industry with a very low cost of capital, certainly lower than the Wall Street banks and many of the folks that have traditionally financed residential solar. And of course, cheaper money means more savings that we can pass on to homeowners and installers. So, you know, said another way, by bringing lower cost capital providers like Digital Federal Credit Union, we're, you know, we're carving up the pie in a different way. You know, in our model, capital is getting a smaller slice of the pie and homeowners and installers are, are retaining more of this of this value, which is exciting because it's really a kind of a democratization of solar finance. Yeah. And now, how much... How does SunGage make a profit? I mean, obviously, you're going to be borrowing money or, or you're, um, you're going to get some kind of fee on each loan. How does that work? Yeah, so we charge a fee to our installers to help them close close deals in the same way that, you know, Amex charges a fee to Best Buy to, you know, accept credit cards. They can sell more flat screen TVs. It's, it's that simple. We're not involved in the economics of the loan. We're not getting interest on the loans. We're providing a service to installers, and they, they pay us for that service. Yep. And, and, you know, the close rates are higher. It, it means that uh, um, installers can operate more efficiently, and it's a win-win-win. Exactly. So I understand why it makes sense for installers. So what are some of the common mistakes that you've seen that homeowners, homeowners make when they're shopping for rooftop <laughs> solar or financing rooftop solar? What, what are things that homeowners should watch out for? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question, Mary. So the homeowners that find SunGage are, are ones that shopped around or the ones – for whom, you know, it just felt natural to start the process by calling their local contractor. And so, I mean, let's face it, like the big leasing companies are shaking the trees for all of us, right? They're spending a ton on on marketing. And, you know, I'd say based on the number of people who are still leasing, many customers I don't think are really shopping that business model around, that leasing business model, right? If they did, I think they'd see that they can get a much better deal, capture more savings, you might say, Barry, they'd probably get a higher quality install and they'd be in control, right? So I think my advice to homeowners is to make sure you know all your options, do your homework, but really, you know, don't just settle for the 
set of options put in front of you by one leasing company or one business model, right? Um, they want to sell you financing, right? So they make the purchase deal look like a bad one. Make sure you talk to at least one local contractor. Um, that local contractor's incentives, it's, it's not to sell financing, but to sell solar, that thing that you apparently went shopping for, right? So I think that's the biggest mistake I see homeowners making is, is and like, look, yeah, how can we blame them, right? This is a little complicated here, but, but really to shop the business models, not to shop the products, I guess I'd say, right? Yeah, and, and it's, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll get a, a multiple number of, of calls and, and uh, knocking on the door from um, big solar companies. But talk to some of the little guys before you make a decision and resist yeah. some of the high-pressure sales tactics. You know, because yeah. we, we, you know, at Cinnamon Solar, we regularly get people who say, yeah, you know, I got, I, I get, they do exactly what you suggested. They were approached by one of the bigger companies. Somehow they said, let me just call a local company. They find us. We're just in San Jose. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of give them the scoop. And, and what's, what's interesting is um, one of two things happens when they when they talk to us after getting solicited by the bigger companies. They either buy from us or we explain to them what the real economics are and we and they decide not to buy. And we say, you know, come back in a year or two when you change your mind. But we right. just try and give them the, the honest overview of what solar is going to mean for them. Yeah. So, yeah, or, no, I think setting expectations is critical here. Yeah. All right. So how did you start SunGage? What, what got you into the solar industry? <laughs> That's an interesting story. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that our origin story is typical for finance companies and maybe not even for solar companies. So, uh, you know, I was one of these homeowners who was flailing around in this process myself. I wanted to go solar. Um, I couldn't find a loan that, you know, I naively thought there should be a solar loan out there in the market, went looking for one. There was no solar loan option. I looked at the lease. And, you know, I'm the kind of gal that knows my way around an Excel spreadsheet. So I did some math and I saw that, you know, it was kind of like putting solar on a credit card in terms of how expensive that lease capital was. So that wasn't didn't feel right to me. And, you know, I ended up writing a big check. I was my husband. and I were lucky that we could do so. But I thought to myself, like, this is this is crazy that there's no product that that is going to allow us to really drive this energy revolution forward in a way that um, is putting homeowners front and center in this, right? It is really making them the big winners. So I totally naively uh, started a finance company in my living room, and I went back to my local installer, great local installer, PV Squared in Western Mass, and I said, hey, guys, you know, the next time you've sold a customer on solar, but, you know, they can't make the money work, just, you know, Send them my way, and they said, "Sarah, what are you? What are you going to do to them?" I said, well, "I'm going to give them a loan." And they said, "Really?" And I said, "Yeah." So we did that, and we did that again, and again, 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 very quickly. And the installer was shocked. They were like, "Wow, that was that was great. Can we keep doing that?" And I said. No, daughter's college fund is now loaned loaned out. I don't have any more money in my pockets here. Uh, I got to go. You know, clearly I've I've hit on something here. Let me go find a bigger checkbook. So so that was really you know, and from there we kind of stepping stoned our way up from daughter's college fund to a partnership with the Connecticut Green Bank um, to now Digital Federal Credit Union on a national scale. But that was really the impetus for it was, you know, just falling in this hole myself as a consumer, wanting to make it uh, work for the next consumer, wanting to make it work for my sister, who is now a SunGage customer, by the way, and for my mom, who will hopefully be one in the near future, and, uh, you know, just help more people go solo in a way that was, again, putting them front and center, going to make them the big winner here. Yeah, that's that's a uh... 
uh, that's very brave of you to put your savings where your mouth is. But it's a typical story of people in solar. They just, you know, tried it. They thought it was great, and then they kind of uh, built a business around it. So how can how can installers or or even homeowners get in touch with you? They can call us at eight four four SunGage. We are available till 6 p.m. Pacific Coast time for U.S. Coast folk. Uh, They can also visit our website at www.sungage.com. We'd love to chat with you. All right, terrific. Well, that's all the time we have on this week's Energy Show. Thanks, Sarah, for joining us on our program today. And thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. If you missed any of today's show, you can always go to our website at cinnamonsolar.com and listen to the podcasts. (music) 